The podcast that you're about to enjoy is part of the Low Tree Studios podcast network. To enjoy more great podcasts like this one, visit LowTreeStudios.com. Hello, Weekly Dosers, and welcome in to the Weekly Dose, part of the Low Tree Studios podcast network. I'm your host, Jason Galbraith. I'm a day late, but I'm not a dollar short. I still have that dollar. It is Saturday, May 9th. Let's start the remainder of your weekend. With some random goodness and fun stuff to start your uh, your weekend or your week or whenever you listen. First thing up here, a team of astronomers from the European Southern Observatory have discovered a black hole lying just 1,000 light years from Earth. What does that mean, 1,000 light years? That's all that from what I know that's a that's a long ways away. Uh, the black hole is closer to our solar system than any other found to date and forms part of a triple system that can be seen with the naked eye. They say this system could just be the tip of the iceberg as many more similar black holes could be found in the future. Tip of the iceberg of what? What are we going to do with this information? What do we do with that information that we found black holes? Are we going to go there and what are we going to do? Let's just hang out here on earth and, and, and enjoy this place. Uh, although dog owners believe a smiling dog is a happy one, researchers say the idea is a myth. Researchers say, while it is common for dogs to grin, when a dog grins, it is more likely that it is confused because it is unsure what is expected of it. So dogs aren't really smiling. Take the fun out of the party, everybody. They're just confused. They're not smiling at you. But I th- I'm, I'm going to just, I don't care. I'm going to believe that they're smiling at me because I like it. I like when my pit bulls smile at me. Uh, many may already see France as a nation of grumblers. And a survey shows the French agree. The poll found that 93% of French people think their com- compatriots Grumble often, although only 37% admit they tend to complain. Men were the grumpier of the two sexes, said 43% of respondents, with around one in five men saying they moaned to get what they wanted compared to 16 with 16% of women. Uh, one in four said carping was a way of relaxing. Carping, is that, a, is, that a, is that another word for complaining? Carping, never heard that one. That's new to me, so I guess French, French men are grumpy. French man. I, I think I could be French, a French man, because I'm grumpy. I tend to be grumpy. I don't know why. I'm kind of moping around today. It's Saturday. Should be happy, you know. Uh, sports is coming back. I'm excited about that. I'm going to be heading over to the Modell's house to watch some uh, some UFC. So that's cool. It starts really early. In fact, I'm recording right now, and the prelims are starting right now at 3 o'clock. So I'm probably going to head over there and enjoy that. But uh, sports is back. Yay. Thank you, Dana White, for doing that for us. You know, sports is a wonderful thing. I enjoy it. A South Carolina man had trouble convincing his wife that his $250,000 lottery win was legitimate. The man and his wife told South South Carolina lottery officials they don't normally play the lottery, but they won $10 $10 on a ticket they received as a Christmas gift and used the money to buy another ticket, which was also a winner. The couple kept win- their winning streak going until the man stopped for a takeout and bought a scratch off that turned out to be $250,000. 
Nice. The man had a difficult time convincing his wife the win was real, and for good reason, he had previously pranked her with a fake winning ticket. And that's that uh, boy who cried wolf thing right there. Hey, wife. She didn't believe him, but they did. That's great. So they just kept turning that, that $10 ticket winning into more wins. That's pretty sweet. Hey, you know what they say? You, you can't win if you don't play, right? You can't win if you don't play. Now, I've got some camping t- tips. Uh, this just in, everything's being taken away from us because of coronavirus. Uh, Mindy and I were going, Mindy, I, and the Models, we're going to go camping over Memorial Day weekend, hit the beach, right? We like to do that this time of year because it starts to get warmer where we live. In fact, it was 93 today. I was playing pickleball this morning and very, very warm, almost jumped in the pool. Uh, but they extended the stay-at-home order through Memorial Day weekend, so we are not going camping, and I'm bummed. I'm bummed about it. We were going to hang out by the beach, and it was going to be sweet. We haven't used our, our camper all year, so uh, super bummed about that. But now I have some camping tips. Uh, when the pandemic subsides, get out of the house and get back to nature. For maximum enjoyment and minimum mishaps, observe these camping tips tips. Here they are. And they're great. When using a public campground, a tuba placed on your picnic table will keep the campsite on either side vacant. So you just set it there and they'll be like, oh no, we're not, we're not going to go next to that guy with the tuba. Loud. Next thing, unwrap and leave a few chocolate bars out in the hot sun. When the evening comes, you have chocolate covered ants that you can enjoy. Obviously, you're getting it right. This is a joke list. Uh, Lint from Navel makes a handy fire starter. Remove lint from Navel before applying the match, of course. Don't be be a redneck, uh, so to speak. Uh, Take this simple test to see if you qualify for solo camping. Shine a flashlight into your ear. If the beam shines out the other ear, do not go into the woods alone because you don't have a brain. Uh, there's nothing in there. Just goes right through. Okay. Next thing and last thing. Uh, uh, bear bells provide an element of safety for hikers in grizzly country. Wait until the bears are resting before applying the bells. I don't know what that is. Bear bells. I guess start ringing bells. It's like an alert them to come your way. That was a dumb one. They were all dumb though, really, right? Weren't they? It was just a little fun. A little fun. Uh, Now I have some things you'll never want in your home after COVID-19. After COVID-19, the website bestlifeonline.com says, we'll never want these things in our homes again after COVID-19. And let's find out if we agree, okay? Used toys. Who does this anyway? Used toys. While you may have grabbed a used swing set from a friend or bought uh, brought home a secondhand puzzle from a discount store. That's unlikely to remain true going forward. Do you think this really has changed us that much? Ask yourself, has it changed you that much? Have you been completely changed by this? And then ask yourself even more, why? Why? Right? Um, now, not saying it's not happening. I know that it is. And I know there's people that I've talked to where they've had friends that have been sick, but I don't know anybody personally who has gotten sick, right? And, and all the people that I've heard about so far, 
other than a few. Uh, again, I'm not saying that it's not something to be uh, to be to pay attention to. I'm not saying any of this, right? But I haven't known anybody that's died either. Doesn't mean it's not happening, of course. But that's why the deeper question: Will this change you forever? And why? Because you believed. Uh, you bought into the fear or you actually genuinely believe that this is a, just a deadly pandemic. So what are the, what are the reasons? It's an interesting thing to think about. I think, uh, the next thing, uh, here it is. They're talking about cash. A recent study, uh, found that coronavirus could be detected on banknotes for up to four days. And that's not even accounting for the germs like MRSA bacteria and E. Coli. So people are going to stop using cash. Hmm. Secondhand clothing while shopping secondhand uh, may save you money. Your thrift store habit may be put on the back burner after, after the pandemic passes. You think, you see what I mean? Uh, gift baskets. Getting a gift basket from a friend or family member may have once been a happy occasion, but after the pandemic, we ain't giving no gifts anymore. You may be uh, a second second guessing those presents. Why? According to the website, people will have to be especially careful with these as they could have been in multiple homes and areas, thus having more chance of holding virus particles on their surfaces and promoting further spread of infection. Yes, yeah, so does so is going to Costco and 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 Walmart and all those things that. You know, all those essential employees and people in the world are still doing. And we're all just kind of okay, right? Interesting. We'll go to Walmart, but we don't want your gift basket. Don't bring that. Homemade meals. Another one, homemade meals. We don't, we don't want people bringing homemade. Don't bring, let's not have a potluck. Okay, I'll, I'll cater. And wear gloves when you come in my house and a full Tyvex bodysuit. Don't touch anything. Stay away from me, but come over and let's hang out and wipe your feet and leave your shoes. Restaurants are held to a relatively high standard when it comes to their cleanliness. <laughs> There's still humans back there, right? Who live at home with their family, who also go to Walmart. I had to leave a little pause there, right? Think about it. Still people back there. Your friend's kitchen, though? Nope, that's not not clean. Uh -uh. They don't do that. That's not the same standard. They don't have to have a, a score on their window that says A or B or C, right? Yeah, that's why accepting a homemade lasagna or a batch of brownies from a pal may never be as appealing again. So is this you, folks? I don't care. Bring your meal. Bring your brownies. I'll have them. Bring them. Just, just bring them on. I'll enjoy that. I'll have a good time with that. All right, next thing. The things which make a house a home. Aw, what do you think makes a house a home? And I realize, okay, let me go back. I realize what I'm saying about this whole pandemic thing. Uh, it's a very polarizing perspective. I know some people are in a whole different place than I am. And look, let me just say this. I'm going to be frank and be honest about this whole thing. Uh, in the beginning, I was was freaking out. I was buying into the the, the freak out of it. And I'm not, and I'm not, when I say buying in, I'm not saying you're a fool. You've been duped. I'm not saying that there's any kind of conspiracy involved. I realize it's a thing and everybody's part of it and we're all in it, right? We're all in it. 
And I was really, I was worried. I was very concerned. And then Mindy got a note from her doctor to stay home and we stayed home. And then that, that dries up, right? That two weeks dries up and then we're back to work. We're all back to work and we're still having to work together and still do our thing because we're essential employees. And, and then you start to, after the, after the weeks pass, you're kind of like, I mean, we're, we're still, life is still pretty much the same and, and we've shut the economy down and we've, we've killed people's businesses, right? And now we don't want anybody's brownies, home-cooked brownies at our house. And now we don't hug anymore and all those things. And I'm just, I'm not, I'm not sure I'm a, I'm a fan of this. I don't, I'm, I'm going to rebel. That's my choice. Uh, your choice might be different, but still keep listening to the podcast because it's entertaining, right? I think it's entertaining just because I don't want to, uh, you know, let's move on. As Mindy would say, she'll go wrap it up. She'd be like, wrap it up, dude. You're just talking about this way too long. I love my wife. She's a great producer. All right. The things which make a house a home. Let's go through a list here and see if you agree. Sleeping in your own bed. Obviously, man, I love that. Nothing better than that. Sleeping in your own bed. Even when we go camping, I'm like, I can't wait to get home to sleep in my own bed. Family photos. Yes. We don't do that a lot. I realize we're not the type to do that, but they do make your home a home. Uh, your own spot on the sofa. Do you have one? I do. Mindy has one as well. In fact, when I sit on Mindy's side, occasionally I will, because maybe my tray's not set up and I'm, I'm, I'm going to have a little lunch and watch some TV. I feel awkward on that side. It just feels weird. I don't know how she does it. I don't know how she sits on that side. Uh, next thing, the memories made in the home. For sure. That is for sure. The fridge full of food, your own food that you like. That definitely makes it a home. A bookshelf filled with your books. Yeah, looking at them right now. I look right at our books. It, the smell of freshly cooked food. I love that. But don't share it with anybody, right? Because it's got COVID all over it. Freshly washed bed sheets. Ah, beautiful thing. The location of the house. Natural light. Plants make it a home. Your children in the house. Fresh towels make it a home. Flowers in vases. Candles. A fireplace. Hosting dinners for friends and family. What? Are we still doing that? Uh, shoes by the front door. Children's toys in the house. Newly painted walls. A certain air freshener scent. All those things to me, and I agree, this is a list that I, that I pulled, but I agree. Uh, they make a house a home. Let's move on. We have new information to report. This is your weird, weird news, your wacky news. Police in Snohomish, Snohomish, Snohomish? Police in Snohomish, Washington, arrested a drunk driver early Sunday morning after he was caught going 192 miles per hour on a mostly two-lane highway where the maximum speed limit is 60. That's really fast. What, what, what was he driving? Uh, police tweeted that the 31-year-old told the arresting officer that he was on his way to get breakfast. Oh, he was hungry. The man was behind the wheel of a 2008 Chevrolet Corvette and was charged with DUI and reckless driving. He was drunk too? Man, that's drunk going that fast safely? I mean, I mean, not, not crashing? That's pretty impressive. That's pretty impressive skills there. Uh, think that a uh, pothole in your street is dangerous. Drivers along a road in Bulgaria had to deal with a power pole in the middle of the road. Even worse, the pole had no reflectors or signs that made it stand out. The pole was, was expanded, but since the pole was owned by the electric company, the municipality didn't have the right to remove it 
or move it so they simply poured the road around it. Oh, that's going to get hit. That guy in the, that's going 92, and the Corvette's going to hit that. He's got to get his breakfast. Good thing he doesn't live in Bulgaria. He lives in Washington. You're all good then. Strange signals detected by a telescope in Australia were not signals from outer space. Instead, the signals were emissions escaping from a microwave in the telescope site's kitchen. What? That's interesting. Wait a minute. Say that again. I'm going to read it again because that doesn't make sense. Strange signals were detected. And they weren't, it wasn't anything weird. It was, uh, it was signals, they were emissions escaping from a microwave in the telescope's, uh, the telescope site's kitchen. What? That is, I'm not, that's not landing. Is that landing for you? I guess when they're, when they're looking up, someone was making a, making a, a hot pocket. And then it went, it crossed the telescope and people were like, oh God, there's something out there. But it really wasn't. It was inside the room or somewhere right there where the telescope is. Good stuff. A German couple have been arrested after allegedly rolling up to the Swedish border in a Hummer belonging to a zombie response team. Owning such a tricked out Hummer isn't illegal, but having it full of weapons is. Sweden's customs agency released pictures of the seized vehicle, which was ominously emblazoned with biohazard signs and a warning that reads, infected people will be shot. It is uh, believed the pair may belong to a role-playing organization that acts out doomsday scenarios. Mm. Uh, It's perfect time for that, right? Police in Florida arrested a man on fraud and grand theft charges for allegedly trying to deposit a $10 check altered to show a much greater amount. Oh, wow. Altered. Police say the man tried to deposit a check for almost $270,000. Bro, just add three zeros at the end. Don't get greedy. Or just just put two zeros at the end. That's way more believable than $270,000. Jeez. I mean, I'm not saying doing it at all, right? Uh, Don't do that at all. Just take the 10 bucks. But if if you're going to, if you're going to, you can't go that big. It's going to be detected. A handyman at a hotel in the UK was asked to prune a tree. Nice. Uh, He put a ladder up against a branch, climbed up, and sawed it off. Yes, he sawed off the branch uh, his ladder was leaning on. (laughs) Uh, The injuries resulted from his 14-foot fall, required a 10-day hospital stay and surgery. The man sued the hotel, saying management should have given him training on where to put the ladder. Nope, we're not accountable. Right? We just sue. We're we're not it's not my fault. I didn't know what to do. I don't didn't Florida deputies, next thing in Florida here. Florida deputies said 19-year-old Ryan Johnson allegedly drove drunk right off the road, took out a mailbox and drove right through several palm trees. When deputies showed up, Johnson told them, "I'm not going to lie, I should not be I should not have been driving." Deputies found a 20-pack of Bud Light beer in his car. 10 of the bottles were missing. Deputies also found marijuana on him. That happens all the time, doesn't it? <clears throat> An airport in Russia had to close for, oh, sorry. <laughs> An airport in Russia had to close for four hours because the local weather service stopped providing forecasts until the airport paid its overdue bills. We don't know what it's going to do out there. It's sunny. There's not a cloud, but we don't have a weather forecast. 
we're just going to stay right here. A flight outside a Boston area bank that began over a lack of coronavirus social distancing led to weapons charges against one man. Police called, uh, police were called to the Citizen Bank Tuesday afternoon. They spoke to several people who said that while they were in line, an argument started with another customer who refused to adhere to social distancing policies. When the man was asked to move away, he allegedly flashed a gun and pointed it at others in the line. Get back. The man and another woman drove off before police arrived. After receiving a description of the car, officers were able to find the driver and woman. Officers searched the vehicle and found a loaded gun. It was loaded. It was loaded. Get away from me. That's the way it's going to go, man. You don't have a mask on from now on. Right? And then we're like, yo, I don't have to wear a mask. Here's my gun. That's the way it went down, right? Yeah, several people in line said that while they were in line, an argument started uh, with other customers who refused to adhere to... Oh, oh, uh, maybe he pulled it out on them. Like, hey, put your, put your mask on. Put your, put your mask on or I'm going to shoot you because coronavirus is as deadly as this gun that I've loaded. Right? Isn't it? Ugh. Makes me mad. All right, next thing. Uh, a traffic cop in Romania was demoted after he gave a driver a ticket for having a face like a moron. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm giving you a ticket, man. You got a face like a moron. That's what they sound like in Romania, right? Hey, man, get over here. You got a face like a moron. Giving you a ticket. Giving you a, it's going to be a $300 ticket. Get that face fixed. It's a fix-it ticket. They don't sound like that in Romania. I don't even know what Romanian accent sounds like. And I don't know why I turned it into a Southern accent. Uh, that's not cool. All right, let's move on to the water cooler question. All right, this is a good one. I, I, I would have known this. I mean, I, obviously, I have the, uh, the answer. But if someone, if I was listening to a podcast and they had this as the question, I would be like, oh, I know that. I know that one. To paint this landmark requires 52,000 gallons of paint. What you think it is? It's the Golden Gate Bridge. You know, it takes them a year to paint it. They start at one end, start painting it, and then they, they finish. That's, that's one, that's a person's job, or probably not just one person's, but one person's, one, one people's. It's probably not just one person's job. It's multiple people's. It's a crew. But they start at one end and work their way to the end, and then uh, then they start over the next year. It takes about a year. That's what I've heard. It may, it may have changed. They may have made advancements, but that's what I remember being told that they do. But you think about that bridge. It's huge, man. They got to go all the way up to the top. Oh, have you been? Have you been up that high? And then it's high enough already off. You know, off the the off the water. You know, people. This is morbid. I apologize, but people use that bridge to to jump to their death. It's that high hitting the water at that, that speed just, oof, you know, it does, does damage. So imagine going all the way to the top. Oh, I couldn't do that. How do people do those jobs, man? Every day like that, but it takes that long to paint it. All right. Well, that's it. Let's, uh, let's, let's end the podcast and start the rest of your day and your weekend with a deep thought. Uh, it is this, the most reliable way to predict the future is to create it. 
Isn't that the truth? You can't change the past. You can certainly learn from it. And if you want to build a better future, all you got to do is start doing it now. Start doing it now. And don't bring any brownies to your friend's house. They won't accept them. I wonder if I should bring some brownies over to the Models for UFC today. They would eat them. I think they would be fine. Like, oh, dang, thanks for bringing the brownies, dude. Did you make them yourself? And I, I would lie because I wouldn't make them myself. I've never made brownies in my life, in my life ever. And I would say, yeah, I made them myself, man. But I really bought them from like Albertsons because it's safe because the guy at Albertsons made them or, or girl. Anyway, let's move on, dude. It's over. Bye-bye, everybody. That's it for this week's show. You lovely people have an amazing day and take care of your fellow travelers on planet Earth. I'll be back next Friday with more weekly goodness. Cheers. I did want to say this, though. It's not over. Ooh, see what I did there? Uh, I'm going to be doing a little bit, a little bite-sized weekly dose for exclusively for the uh, Low Tree Studios page. And I believe I'm going to be doing it on Friday. It's very small, very short. And if you want to check out the one I did yesterday, do so now. It's there. Very small, very fun, very bite-sized, but it can only be heard right there on the Low Tree Studios exclusive page. So check that out. All right, guys, that's it. That's re- that really is it. We'll talk to you next week.